Welcome to Lord and Richards Radio, a program that will enable you to become more financially independent and prosperous from a biblical point of view. Tune in each week to learn how to prosper through good markets and bad. Now, here's our host, Colin Richards, Denver's biblical investment advisor. Hi, friends. I'm glad to be with you today on Lord and Richards Radio. I'm Colin Richards founder and president of Lord & Richards. We're a team of advisors who are dedicated to helping people just like you retire financially independent. And we're doing that every single day. On this show, we're discussing investing and planning from the perspective of key biblical principles, a little bit different way of looking at money. We also talk about how to use methods and strategies that will enable you to prosper through both up and down markets. And that's so important in today's volatile world. I'd love to chat with you. My team and I would love to help you talk to you about your specific questions regarding retirement and saving and investing from a biblical point of view. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical viewpoint. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Hi, folks. This is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord & Richards, and I'm thrilled to be with you again today talking about methods and strategies that we use every single day with our clients to help you achieve financial independence. And on this particular episode, we're going to be diving into a biblical principle that is one of the core, one of the founding principles at Lord & Richards. It's pretty wonderful when we get to take an episode talking about that. We have five founding principles principles that begin with honoring God. And the one we're going to be talking about today is found in Proverbs 13, verse 11. Here it is. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Here it is one more time. Proverbs 13, 11. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Such a simple little saying, and one that we could easily pass over in our Bible reading. But both as individuals and as advisors, we want to make sure we pause and reflect on verses like this that come from the wisest man that ever lived, Solomon. And in the first place, what we learn in this principle, in this verse, is in other translations, we see this word described as wealth gathered with vanity, not just gained hastily, but with vanity. So money that comes from empty pursuits. You ever see anybody pursuing money and they're doing it as an empty pursuit? You say, well, what do you mean, Colin? Well, how about things like gambling, right? Isn't that a profitless, worthless pursuit? Both the people who run those industries as well as the people who partake of those are literally trying to create something out of nothing, nothing more than entertainment. Or worse, what about those who pursue money through illegal means, who skirt the law in an attempt to get wealthy? Or one other money-making ventures where no real value is ever delivered. We'll talk about a couple of those. The contrast here is between vain pursuits or wealth gained hastily versus gathering by labor. Here in our verse, it says gathering little by little, but some translations say gathering by labor. Here's the Here it is in a nutshell, learning to work an honest day's work for an honest day's wage, right? We've been taught that from our youth learned how to work an honest day's work for an honest day's wage. That's the foundation of true wealth. 
But in our translation today, it says getting wealth hastily will cause it to diminish, will cause it to dwindle. What does that mean? Well, in our modern vernacular, we'd say get-rich-quick schemes, right? Again, how many times did our parents warn us to stay away from this mentality? You know, nothing good in life comes easy. Get-rich-quick schemes ultimately don't pay. You might get something out of it in the short run. Things like Ponzi schemes, literally illegal ways of taking one person's money and using it to pay the next person in line and so forth without any real generation of interest or value. Pyramid schemes, schemes where really all that is created is using the dollars that others are producing at the bottom of the pyramid to enrich those at the top. All these are traps to lure you in, and some of them are cloaked in legitimate businesses. But even in, the, even in the world of legitimate regulated businesses and investments, people can get lured in by the promise of quick wealth. Don't let this happen to you. I want to talk about Bitcoin and Ethereum and other uh, versions of Bitcoin that have come out, cryptocurrency over the years. People ask me all the time, well, should I be putting a portion of my portfolio there? And I tell them, absolutely not. Okay, until someone can show me that it's an actual currency that can be used across all platforms. Right now, it's something that's literally generated out of nothing, out of code. Okay, there's nothing behind it. It's not a legitimate currency. Now, some people may want to speculate in that. I really don't think it has much value. And in the future, it may generate a lot of wealth for people. But as we've seen recently, it can also destroy wealth. It can be a source of luring people in. And unfortunately, the people who can least afford it are often those who come late to the game and are left holding the bag when the party's over. And the party right now is over. Party is over. How about trying to time the market? Someone has wisely said it's not timing the market, but time in the market that matters. Not timing the market, but time in the market. You see, if you try to time the market to get out, say, before a drop, you've got to also be right a second time to get back in to benefit. And unfortunately, what history has shown over and over again is most market market timers are great at getting out right when the market recovers and starts to go up, and they're great at getting in on the wave of enthusiasm right as the market is getting ready to tip over and tank back down. It happens all the time. And even people who consider themselves savvy investors have come in and admitted to me, you know what, Colin, I don't think I'm as savvy as I thought I was. I think I need some help. How about those who make money off of technical instead of aiding a real industry or a business by learning about that business and buying into that business, investing in great companies? You can do it in batches. You can hire other people to do the research for you. A lot of times we're so consumed with never paying a fee for anything that we really are left having not done the homework that others might have been able to do on our behalf. So all these are ways that you can be lured in, whether legitimate regulated businesses and investments or illegitimate, ways that you can be lured into trying to get rich quick, gain wealth hastily. By contrast, by contrast, Solomon is commending those who gather little by little. You say, oh, well, I don't have the patience for that. Well, patience, as they say, is a virtue. This implies hard work, time, and effort. As I said, time in the market, not timing the market. Making money off of those kinds of strategies that are, you know, 
hockey stick growth, all these kinds of things are the opposite of putting hard work, time, and effort into your investment decisions. It implies seeking out resources and wisdom from others to gather information rather than hoping to merely stumble across a good luck, uh, a good fortune scheme. An additional principle, though, that I want to add to this is that we're all stewards of the money that God has entrusted to us. If you're a believer, you live for the kingdom. That means that everything you have belongs to God, whether you acknowledge it or not. We're happy when we give what we have over to God, and we're the opposite. We experience anxiety, depression, discouragement. Sometimes the answer to a lot of the depression that is in society doesn't come through medication primarily, but through getting rightly aligned with God's Word and His principles. And so we should avoid, as a steward of what God has entrusted us, putting it in places that don't make sense, that don't have value. Additionally, we should avoid taking unnecessary risk with the Lord's money, right? I I spoke to someone recently who was about to invest a massive portion of their personal savings into a single investment with somebody that they knew and that they trusted. Folks, that's just not wise, because even folks you know and trust can be wrong. And is it worth risking money you can't afford to lose? You know, if you're independently a billionaire and you've got dollars you want to cast to the wind in order to really help somebody out in their new business adventure, that's fine. Think of it as a gift, okay? But try to think of yourself as a fiduciary for God. And if you're a fiduciary, like we are here at Lord & Richards, and like many others are who work on behalf of an organization, such as attorneys and so forth, trust companies, you're required to act in the best interest of that individual. In our case, as a believer, you're a fiduciary for God. Act in God's best interest when you're making those investment decisions, not just yours. And learn principles of risk management or borrow the brains of others who are doing it every single day so you can earn an honest return without unnecessarily wasting money. You say, well, Colin, I could probably borrow some brains. And that's what we do all the time at Lord & Richards. We'll sit down with you and have just a complimentary visit to talk about your goals, your dreams, your desires, your concerns in investing, and help you develop a plan for financial independence so you can retire without fear and without worry. It really just starts with a simple conversation. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical viewpoint. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Hi, folks. This is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord & Richards. And I'm thrilled to be talking to you today. And in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the emotions of investing. And specifically, I'm talking about greed and fear. Every single day, folks just like you are concerned, maybe even fearful, about what's going on in our markets, our world, our economy, inflation, and so on. Are we going into a recession? Is this going to negatively impact our retirement? And those fears are well-founded, but there's a better response. The response is to prepare in advance for these things rather than to react to them. And so what we do at Lord & Richards is we help you build a plan to achieve financial independence so you can retire without worry from a biblical point of view. We want you to be financially independent so you can do amazing things for God with the bountiful resources He's put at your disposal. Well, how are we going to do that? Well, the question I really want to ask is, 
of these emotions, what are the dominant ones? Well, greed and fear. Greed and fear. And greed, honestly, is just another form of fear. You know, watching the markets and working with clients over the last two decades, I've learned a little bit about investment behavior in the face of volatility. And I've got to tell you, I've learned that people have a lot of destructive emotions and behaviors that come from those emotions when markets start to turn down. But, you know, sometimes I see destructive behavior when markets are going generally well. I'm going to call this first one FOMO. You know that expression, fear of missing out. It's really just another word for greed. The thought that, you know what, I need to be in on this. You know, others are talking about it. They seem very happy. I want to jump in and get in on it. And what so often happens is people are timing that right at the top of the curve of investor enthusiasm right before that peaks and comes back down. And so in the first place, you've got to recognize this urge in you. You are going to look at investments and have the, the, the tendency to, to fall into FOMO during good times. And you've got to overcome that urge to color outside the lines in order to get ahead, to do things that don't make sense, that aren't part of a wise strategy. This FOMO can also lead you to take unnecessary risk in the false belief that only with increased downside risk can you achieve reward. It's the idea that, well, you know what? If I'm going to get ahead, I'm going to have to take the hits when they come. And there is a kind of investing that requires that you be willing to take risk. But it's a false belief that that's the only way to invest, okay? It's a false belief to believe that growth and safety cannot be achieved together. So we'll address how to achieve growth without unnecessary risk in our next segment. So make sure to tune in on how to prepare in advance for market downturns. But the second fear, besides fear of missing out that might make you position yourself with too much risk in your portfolio, is really that fear of loss. And some people pride themselves on saying, well, you know, I I don't have that kind of fear. Well, a, a little bit of fear is healthy, right? We have that built into our central nervous system. But the dominant expression of fear that I'm seeing right now is the fear of loss. And at its most basic, the need to preserve what we have is a good instinct. It leads you correctly initially. If it leads you to make plans when things are good so that you can have a plan in place when things go bad. Now, it doesn't mean if you don't have a plan now that it's a bad time to make one. Any time is a good time to make a plan if you don't already have one in place. But your plan should start with your own feelings about risk. And it's particularly good to do this in an environment where we're not experiencing insane volatility. With the recent reprieve in markets, it's a great time to sit down and say, okay, next time that happens, what do I want to see as kind of a limit on the downside? And then contemplate that loss, what it would mean to you, how long it might take to recover, and decide what you can really live with. We call it at Lord & Richards your uncle point. And in our process, which we call a financial independence review, we'll sit down and have a really intelligent, well-thought-out, well-reasoned conversation with you about risk. And then you can make the decision. And once you've got that baseline in place, devise a strategy that will greatly reduce the likelihood of your exceeding that baseline, going beyond your downside risk. You say, well, I don't even think that's possible. Everybody tells us 60-40, right? 60% stocks, 40 Well, there's plenty of information out there to suggest that that old rule is dead and buried, okay? You need to base your risk on your goals and your dreams and your objectives and what would happen 
if you lost. And it is entirely possible to build a plan and build a strategy that will address this in advance. Do you think people made money during this last downturn or the one before in 08, 09, or even during COVID? Do you think it was the people who prepared in advance or the people who wait and let it happen to them? Above all, and here's something I want you to walk away with, if you've got a good plan and it's pre-addressed downside risk and it's built-in protection, then stick with the plan. Stick with the plan. If you find that your losses are exceeding your downside limit, that may mean there's a problem with the plan, right? The plan didn't have the right tools. It didn't have maybe the right wisdom. And maybe it's time to come in and talk to us about how to get a better plan in place. But adjust the plan and then keep working the plan. If your losses are in line with the boundaries that you set during clear skies and with a clear head, then stay put. Okay. Now, later on, if you realized, you know what, I set those boundaries a little too low and I dropped further than really emotionally I'm comfortable with and I don't want to experience that again, then come in and visit with us about how to adjust that, how to reset those boundaries and put a written risk management in place that will really do the job. Here's the problem is sometimes I see people responding to fear and deviating from the plan deviating from the plan during a market downturn, and that's foolish behavior. It's self-destructive behavior. If you believe you set the wrong parameters at the beginning, wait until you're on the other side of the bear market in your portfolio to realign those limits and prepare then again in advance for the next downturn, and you'll be ready to go. You say, well, how, how do I do all this? This all just sounds like too much work. Well, the great thing is I and my team have made this easy for you because it just involves a simple visit where we sit down and run you through a series of easy exercises, fun exercises, I think, that help us bring, bring us together and clarify what often is so fuzzy in our head about investing and risk and management. Oh, it gets so confusing. We'd like to put clarity and financial peace back into your life. It only begins with a simple financial independence review, which we're delighted to offer you complimentary. So it starts with a phone call, a simple conversation with me and my team. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical viewpoint. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Hi, folks. This is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord & Richards. And I'm back in this segment to talk about how to prepare in advance for market downturns. Many people got blindsided during the recent downturn because they did not have a written plan in place to prepare for it. That plan needs to include at least five elements. And there are many variations underneath those. It begins with what we're talking about today, a written risk management plan, making sure you have a plan in place to make sure you're not devastated financially the next time the markets take a big turn. It also involves having a plan to make sure you never run out of money before you run out of life. That's a written income plan. It involves a lot of testing and making sure that under all weather conditions, fair and sunshiny or rainy and stormy, that your portfolio lasts for as long as you live. You also need to take into account the fact that there are devastating costs that can come into your life without you ever having done anything wrong. Just the simple fact that our health can fail us. 
If you're married, there's a 70% likelihood that you or your spouse is going to end up needing expensive chronic illness care during your retirement. It's the number one cause of bankruptcy. So we need to have a plan in place to make sure you're not bankrupted by health care. And that can be done, and it can be done without buying expensive long-term care insurance. We also need to have a plan in place to deal with taxes. There's a tax time bomb sitting in many of your portfolios. It's called an IRA, a 401k, a 403b. 457 plan. All of these are what we call tax-deferred plan. Now, if you have a Roth IRA, that's a tax-free savings plan if if done properly. So you say, well, how do I get it into tax-free? Well, it might involve putting a plan in place to gradually move your money from forever taxed to never again taxed. There's pros and cons to that. But the key is you want to have a tax strategy that is proactive looking ahead, recognizing we're in some of the lowest tax brackets in history, rather than being reactive and not being able to make changes because the law changes right under your feet. And then finally, fifth, we need to make sure we have a plan in place for when we die. Simply put, we call it an estate plan. What do you want to have happen to your money, your resources, your home, your real estate, your business when you pass on? And if you don't have a plan for that, It could be a financial disaster for those that you leave behind. I call wills and trusts, I love you documents, because that's what they are. They help prepare in advance so those you leave behind aren't left scrambling, dealing with that in the midst of an emotional loss. You say, okay, how do I do all that? Well, for us, it's a three-step process. It really begins with us visiting with you and learning your goals, dreams, values, and objectives. We write this down carefully, and we come together as a team and surround you, taking your statements, your budget, and other key elements that are important to your financial plan, and then coming back and preparing what we call a financial independence review. That's a test to see if you're ready, if you're already retired, to retire, or to stay retired, or if you're not retired, are you ready to retire? Do you have a plan in place? Will it make it? And we just compare what you have going with what you've expressed to us you want to have happen and see if there's a difference, and then we jump in and solve that gap. That's called a financial independence review. And from there, we can launch into comprehensive planning to address the needs that we uncovered during that time, critical needs that will make sure you and your family truly enjoy financial independence. You say, well, are there strategies that I can implement on my own? Absolutely. Let me describe some of those. First of all, if you want to have a plan in place to avoid unnecessary market downturns, you need to work with an advisor, somebody like us, who can help place you in protected strategies. Remember that word, protected strategies. Did you know it's possible to have safety and growth on the same dollar at the same time? Most advisors won't tell you about that. Maybe they don't specialize in that approach to retirement. Maybe retirement's not even their specialty. Often the advisor that we used in our younger working years is not going to be able to help us get over the retirement hurdle so that we can retire without fear and worry. So first of all, you need protective strategies. Secondly, you need risk-managed strategies. This involves more sophisticated, very difficult techniques that professionals use in in institutional-type portfolios like foundations, endowments, religious and other nonprofit organizations, big corporations. They have access, because of their large balance in their bank account, 
to tremendous tools that aren't often made available to everyday folks just like you and me. But at Lord & Richards, we've been able to pool our resources with others to get access to things that typically would have uh, minimum investment requirements far beyond the reach of the average person. And we can bring those down to reality so we can use them. Tools that allow us to hedge against risk. The idea of putting a floor under your feet, managing that risk, avoiding hard landings, and so forth. Tools that maybe are more long-term in nature that reduce the volatility so that investors are a little less crazy in their exiting of the strategy. Real estate, gold, on and on it goes. All of these can be used in a different way than they're often represented in the typical portfolio. For us at Lord & Richards, it is an absolute joy when we take a client like you through that process and we see at the end and the client's face brightens up as they realize that the goals, dreams, and values that they've shared, whether travel, time with the grandkids, whatever it may be, are really going to happen and that they've got a plan in place to deal with all these elements. It really begins with a simple visit. When folks call us in, we ask a few questions, try to find out what's important to you, and then we'll sit down and meet together for your financial independence review. I'd love to visit with you. I'd love to introduce you to my team that surrounds our clients with care so that you can have that sense of peace, safety, and financial independence that will allow you to retire and go forward with the rest of your life without fear and worry. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical viewpoint. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.